It's Tim Albright with Aviation with an Aviation special celebrating International Women's Day the entire month of March. Why? Well, because I can. Um, and because there are way, way so many women in this industry uh, that I want to give them the entire month to kind of uh, give them the margin and, and the breadth. Uh, with me today is my very dear friend, Cassie Berger from Sure. Welcome, ma'am. Thanks for having me. Good to see you as always. Good to see you. Uh, you have a, a, I would call it a unique ex, uh, experience, a unique journey in the AV industry. Um, there are a handful of women that I know that have come from a line of AV professionals, right? Um, talk for a second about how you got involved and how you kind of grew up in the industry. My dad has been in the industry, I don't even know, um, 40 years, 50 something, I, I would 40 probably. Not that old, 40 years. That's about right. <laughs> um, and so I grew up in it. He's always either worked for an independent firm or started his own. Um, and so in my early 20s, I actually, uh, he asked if I'd have any interest in taking over some social media campaign work, um, you know, clerical work, working in the office uh, with QuickBooks and stuff like that. And then I started to go to trade shows. So it really started there and it was um, interesting because we'd go to these shows and walk around and I started to love it. And I started to love seeing the same people. And I don't think he ever thought I'd stay in the industry, but here I am, you know, decade later and I love it. And I still have those close contacts I made when I started with him. Yeah. So I, I found, you know, met you through kind of your dad and some other mutual friends. Talk for a second about the different types of jobs that you have, because it's not just the social media and, and, and the marketing stuff. You've also been an engineer for integrators, and now you work for sure. Uh, talk for a second about the kind of the different aspects of the industry. Yeah, absolutely. So I started doing that office work, um, and that's very common in independent firms. Uh, so the social media campaign, social media was really new at the time. So it was discovering what Facebook had to offer and what made the most sense for that business structure. Um, at the time, it didn't make a ton of sense as an independent rep to have a huge um, social media presence because the manufacturers didn't really either yet. So it was kind of working with their teams, um, but that's since developed so much. And I then moved into more of a sales role with my dad. And so I discovered that I liked going on customer meetings and to meet you know, with the large accounts and to go on site and do walkthroughs. I was not a very technical person. I was like, where's the osmosis of sinking into my blood that I know stuff that I shouldn't know, but that never really happened. So I learned a lot um, in those years, just going to meetings and talking about audio, talking about processing, talking about the video portion, um, which was never really a strong suit for me. It then kind of turned into, and it was based off rubbing shoulders with the right people, an opportunity to be in a design consultant role. Um, so you give me too much credit with engineering, but I will say during that time as a design consultant, uh, how the business was structured is every salesperson has to be qualified enough to take a CTS and pass it. So you have to have that ability to design a signal flow without having to engage engineering. And that's a, that time, it was a short time, it was a year, gave me so much more knowledge and understanding of um, how to structure solutions and what components um, 
what components were required and just an how to design that signal flow. Uh, so that's that was the most um, rewarding, I would say, one of the most rewarding opportunities in my career was to go through that learning period. And then I came on board at Sure in a marketing position. So I was a channel marketing manager at Sure. Once again, it was through meeting the right people at trade shows and rubbing shoulders and just having that um, ability to, to be there and, um, and start to be known. And I enjoyed doing that. It was always my passion to, to be in a more sales function. I was the one that was just picking apart marketing campaigns and everybody else hated me because I was like, oh, we can't do that. You know, how do people make margin on it? Um, <laughs> the picture looks good, but where's the margin? So I then um, the opportunity opened for a regional sales position where I am now still at sure. So I'm very grateful to be where I am. And it's fun for me because I get to work with everybody I've worked with previously, whether it was marketing, whether it was um, my integrator partners, or uh, even the independent reps. My dad is a competitor. We won't go there, but uh, it's been a lot of fun. Well, your dad's a competitor in, in as much as he's he represent he he reps uh, a competing product, right? Yes. He doesn't work directly for another another manufacturer. I mean, he does in a roundabout way. I mean, your your dad's been on you know again, like you said, an independent rep for, for a number of years. Yes. Um, one of the things that, that in, in being the design consultant, it gave you kind of a firsthand experience with the customers, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and you've kind of taken that to, back to shore, right? Which which sometimes manufacturers uh, don't have a direct line. Sure, is a little different because they've got some some consumer as well as, as the, the pro lines as well. But that had to give you some sort of insight when you went to shore and, and you know being there, um, but also still having those connections, like you said, continuing those relationships. How important is that to continue those relationships throughout your career as you're finding, you know, the next generation, right? Like as, as they're coming up behind you? I think it's imperative. Um, I think that there's a lot to be said about bringing people into the industry from other industries. And it's incredibly important to bring those different insights in um, and that different talent. But being able to also create lasting relationships is so important. And it's being a woman in the industry, it's not hard to do where the, everybody uses the term unicorn, which I do and dislike. Um, I do like and dislike it at the same time, but it's true. I will get the meeting nine out of 10 times. And I would say the one time that I don't, it's because they had to cancel for some reason. Um, they want to hear people typically it's a male dominant industry want to hear a different voice they want to have a different experience they're like why not you know i'll get the meeting but i will say um the interesting piece is i will be questioned technically on something generic in the first couple moments of our interaction so we'll walk around and they'll say something to test me more so than a male um colleague i would say and the relationship bit plays into it in the sense that if I answer one of two ways, I either say, I know this answer and I respond um, with the appropriate response, or I have enough, I'm humble enough and um, know my strengths enough to acknowledge I don't know the answer. And I have no problem saying that's a great question. And I know just the person with the answer and I can get it for you. Uh, in that moment, they trust you and you initiate that relationship. And, um, and I think women 
definitely have a better strength in being able to do that. Um, I think we maybe behave less um, based on ego where it can be a downfall to feel like you have to know the answer uh, in other circumstances. Um, but once you have that relationship built on trust, uh, it changes everything for anybody in the industry. You're not gonna lose that business. Um, but I think that that's regardless of female or male, the, if you can build that relationship, then you have a customer for life and a friendship for life too. Absolutely. So I'd say it's very important. Talk for a second about, about being a woman in this industry. I mean, yes, you grew up with it and yes, your, your, your dad's been a part of it. Um, you are though your own person, right? And, and I don't want to lose sight of that. You've had your own experiences. You've had your own challenges. Uh, regardless of whether that was, you know, working for a manufacturer, coming into an integrator and, and finding some challenges and some hurdles, or, you know, when you worked for the integrator, you know, with their customers, you know, how, what, what sort of challenges have you faced and how did you overcome them? I think the first challenge that I recognized, um, and it was more interesting. I, I, it wasn't, I wasn't offended by it but it was a challenge in the sense that uh, it was pretty consistent. Every trade show that I would attend or go to, if I was standing in the booth at one of our manufacturers, um, you know, waiting for a customer, it never failed. A million people would walk up to me and ask me to scan their badge and hand them the swag item. And here I am waiting for a meeting to walk a customer around the booth and talk about new products and without fail in the beginning of my career, I was just, here's my badge, scan it. Or can you show me where the swag, do you have the swag? So um, that was, I mean, there was an article years back uh, that kind of addressed the issue of what was referred to as booth babes at the time, but having women in the booth that weren't from the industry and how it affected the women who are in the industry uh, and working hard to build relationships and be respected on the same level. Um, and so it's gotten a lot better over the years now. And, I, and it's probably because I've seasoned over the years, <laughs> like a fine wine, say. Uh, I don't get the people coming up asking for the badge scans anymore, but I do have individuals, and this happened at the last show I was at in person, come up and engage me and then say, can you point me to somebody technical? Without knowing my background, my position, anything, the first perception of me was, okay, well, she's probably not technical. So can you point me to somebody who knows what they're talking about? You're fun to chat with, but I wanna to talk to somebody who knows. Um, so that was, that's the new challenge, I would say. Uh, another challenge would be obviously the harassment thing that you're going to find in any industry. And I don't want to get into it here. Um, I think our industry has improved so much, uh, probably because of these types of movements like Me Too um, and Stand Up, that it's more of the TSA slogan these days where people are, if they see something, they're saying something. They're not letting things go unnoticed. Um, and it's awareness and it's an enhanced awareness of just identifying maybe something doesn't look right. Maybe I should step in and that's appreciated. Um, but I will say there is a challenge with that type of mass movement that's been so 
impactful for every industry. And that is, it does change. Um, and this is the newest challenge. Maybe it does change how people feel in interactions and the level of just immediate, I feel defensive. I feel like I'm either waiting for some, you to prove why I should be defensive or I'm terrified that you're going to be offended by something I say. So I'm holding back being true and real with you. I think so many people are living with fear and defensiveness and that's the new challenge trying to, you know, take a customer out to dinner so we can chat about something. It's like, well, do we have somebody else with us? Just the two of us? Well, I don't know if that's appropriate. It's like, well, why wouldn't it be appropriate? We're having a business conversation. You don't have to be worried about anything. Um, So that's the new challenge, but I would say that that's not unique to our industry. You think that happens regardless of whether it's the AV or it's business or it's finance or whatever? I do. I do think that. Um, but I think because we're in a male dominant industry, it's just, there's a higher level of awareness and especially the executive level or a decision maker level. Um, I think there's a lot of fear still and, and we need to somehow find a way of having that awareness without fear. Do you think that fear is, do you think it's in the, the male part of the male dominated or do you think it's in the female or do you think it's in both that, that none of us really know how to, how to, how to, you know, conduct this dance? Um, I mean, I think it's, it's on the woman's side of it. Um, I think we feel more empowered. I feel, I, I, I sense that we're less fearful about being in those circum those situations uh, because of the level of awareness and enhanced awareness and people are just not putting up with it anymore. Um, so I think that that's changed for the better 100%. I think the fear is more on the male side of is this woman going to be offended by something I just said that I would have said in a group of guys, but I don't know if she's offended by it. Um, so I think that there's some fear there. I personally have no filter. And uh, so I'm trying in all of my meetings to be as real as possible. And I think I'm probably the offender in a lot of conversations. Um, But I also think that it drops everybody back down to reality and knowing that we're just people having a conversation and there's no reason to have that underlying fear. Absolutely not. Uh, All right, we're wrapping up here. Um, You are, uh, have also become uh, incredibly involved with the VIXA uh, and with the leadership um, and helping to kind of, you know, foster uh, the next generation of of Avixa leaders. You're part of that next generation of of Avixa leaders, I would argue. When you look back on your career many, many years from now, um, what do you want to see change? What what do you want to see have have changed in the industry? You know, um, I love our industry because of, it's like a family. It's a community. It's very unique. There's not, you don't get a lot of the cutthroat backstabbing, um, even between competitors. Then you don't run in the same circles as I do. do. (laughs) Well, you're just different, Tim. Totally different. Um, No, but I feel like there is definitely, we have a unique ability, um, unique relationships. You can go to a conference like NSCA and see everybody. And it's like seeing a group of old friends again, despite where they work. Um, I miss that greatly, actually. 
Um, and so looking back future self, um, assuming I'm not senile, uh, I would say that I, I just hope that people continue to build on that more, communicate. I hope that we see um, more initiatives come to light that are cross vertical and cross um, market. I think it's really important that we continue to embrace uh, technology and work together more because technology is going to have to be, as we're seeing with Teams and these other certified platforms, um, we're going to continue to need to work together. Our products are going to have to work together. So I hope that we can continue to see um, more collaboration across brands and uh, and in every marketplace and not be restrictive. Uh, technology is going to come out period. So let's talk about it and figure out ways of making it as enhanced as possible and continue in that direction. Very good. Cassie Berger from Sure. Thank you, ma'am. How do people connect with you or Sure? Yes, thank you for having me. Um, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. Search for, I think it's just Cassie Berger. It might have my maiden name in there, which is Shipman. Um, Otherwise, you can check out our website at www.sure.com. Do check out the tech portal, which is a subsite for integrators and technicians. Um, and other than that, uh, please feel free to reach out to me via email, which is burger underscore Cassie at sure.com. I'd be happy to talk about anything related to our products industry or also the Avixa Leadership Search Committee if you are interested in being on the board of directors. All right, very cool. Cassie Berger, thank you so much. Uh, for us, for Aviation, go by our website, aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. Find this program and a host of others. I mentioned the fact that we're doing this the entire month of March. So come back and find out some other stories from some great women in the industry. All that and more at aviation.tv. That's aviation.tv. 